Bob's in a pod. Bob's in a pod. Hey everyone, Peter Pop here, and another Pop here. So we're in the middle of May already, and we're a few weeks away from June, which most of our listeners would know is also Father's Day in June, right? And like we've done in the past, this time we're dedicating the entire month to fathers. Every year we keep trying to up the game and make it better than what we did uh, the previous year, right? So. As you all know, we don't just dedicate Father's Day as a day. We take the entire month and call it Father's Month. And this time also, we've got some very, very interesting guests. We've got a father who's recently launched his own book just for dads and his parenting experience. We've also we've also found a, a father who spoke to us about what it's like to have a child outside the legal system of marriage, and. One very popular dad who recently was on Shark Tank. Yeah, if that doesn't get you curious enough, uh, stay tuned uh, for our first episode, which drops uh, in June. So, with that out of the way, and I think a good way to warm up for Father's Month is uh, we decided it's been a while since we spoke about movies, and what better way to talk about movies than parenting in films? It's been so long, uh, Peter, since we've since we've done this. Honestly, I know we've been talking about it for uh, a while now, and and finally, I think this this film just happened to drop in our laps, right? It it it's just perfect. The timing couldn't have been any better. Um, the film that we are obviously talking about is King Richard, and you all would know whoever has context that it's uh, it has. Will Smith starring in in the role, and you all probably now that now that now that we've set up the context, you already know what happened with Will Smith. You know, a couple of months ago. Yeah, I think that's one of the things about a movie like this, right? And especially with the Oscars, uh, now it kind of has overshadowed the actual movie. So Nader and I thought we'll just kind of break down the movie for those of you who haven't seen it already. And uh, for those of you who have seen it, uh, we'd love you to join us and opine on what you all thought about it. So let's just do the very basic, right? For those who have no idea what we're talking about and what King Richard is. Well, King Richard is a biographic film uh, which stars Will Smith as Richard Williams, who's the father and coach of the famed tennis players Venus and Serena Williams. If you look at the film um, from a from a sheer viewing uh, capacity, it's it's got all its moments, right? From a character standpoint, the character journey, the plot points, whatever it is, right? It's it's very clear. You're you're hooked in right from the word go. Um, but if you had to really break it down, if you had to really sort of break it down in terms of and because it's a character led film, there's there's not much action happening. Uh, except for for the the pivotal match, which I'm not going to talk about at this point. I, I mean, it's it's all over the internet. It doesn't really matter because it, it happened in real life. Right? It's not like oh, big moment happening, big reveal, spoiler alert. It's all there. For me, I think the the film is clearly driven by people and not really the actual action. Um, starting with with Will Smith, right? Um, and, and, and this is something again. Uh, just just a disclaimer to everyone out there listening. This, this, 
these are our personal opinions um so yeah please still go ahead and watch the film because i think it's very inspiring nonetheless no and you know i mean i, I want to kick things off at least like with the characters right because like primarily we're talking about the two parents which is richard williams and his wife uh, brandy and uh, with richard williams right like i one thing i really loved about things and you know now that you keep saying that you're a planned parent i think two of the things that really struck me about how planned richard williams was right and it's very nicely put in one of his dialogues where he said i had a 78 page plan for their life even before they were born and i was like this is next level parenting and this is in the late 80s 90s so wow no yeah very very fascinating if you look at it as a character and i'm i'm not sure how uh, non parents would be would be looking at it like they, they might find it you know oh wow what what a guy you know he's planning it you know everything for his kids and he knows exactly what he wants to do and that's where my problems start with um will smith's character right Rich, richard williams where this ultra planning mode uh which <laughs> i i completely connect with don't don't get me wrong but it's highly problematic right? as a as a dad let, let's just set a, let, let's set things aside okay it's a film yes you need those entertaining moments yes you need to sensationalize certain things fair fair it's all good it's all good but you know this happened in real life you know that yeah, this is the yeah. kind of guy that he was and it, this man just comes across as this crazy guy who's already planned his kids life even before they were born and if you listen to certain dialogues and you're like what's up with this guy right like but, okay but mind you he even planned it to the extent of his choosing his wife so he chose his wife also based on that plan yeah that that's the kind of stuff i remember reading and again i talked about sacrifice right so i definitely have to add it is that they show him kind of working in a night job and training his kids during the day and i think another line just kind of just like sets some context of the kind of person that he is is uh, the coach who basically uh, is one of the well known coaches paul who also coached john mackenroe and pete sampras uh, they show in the movie he actually says this to uh, richard williams he says you are the most stubborn person i met and i coach john mackenroe and i was like oh my god this is so well done like where was written the dialogues is like done it perfectly because i'm sure like it's a dialogue it's not something that he probably said in real life but that was so like for those who are tennis fans would totally kind of get it and anyone who's into sport i guess also when you look at um, richard williams right and you see the kind of stuff that he's done in the film for for his daughters which is take up a night job um not get enough sleep whatever personal sacrifice that he's going through and spending enough and more time training the the girls right training venus and and serena at at some local public court you see the kind of sacrifices that that he he puts in and his personal time and you know ensuring that he's kind of out there but that's the problem that i have right like there are lines in the film that 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 go like stick to the plan we have champion sitting in that room i am a businessman uh, as you said peter earlier that i have a 78 page plan ready even before they were born and it it almost feels like that he's preparing for a bumper harvest 
right it's it's not like he's raising kids to be good human beings or you know uh, but i i counter that right because i mean i'll i'll i counter that with a few examples and i'll bring that up later but uh, there there are two sides to it right and i think it's perception also uh, the way you see it because that's exactly the way uh, a lot of people saw it and just the way that you know that okay he was banking on these kids he's had he was idly you would call him like an opportunistic person uh, kind he of looking at clearly, that very clearly but like there are multiple examples in the movie which show that he was not actually so i don't know but i i definitely come back to this point the other parent character right which is brandy the wife is the complete support system and i think while the movie is called king richard i think there's a i'd love to hear or love to see like it just from the mother's perspective right because there've been so many instances they show her like calling out the husband show me instances they show her saying that you know what i am the one who's kind of done it also i've stuck around uh, a good example of just the entire thing was where you see where you know venus williams get selected uh, over her sister serena and the one training serena williams is actually the mother so she's the one who's the tennis player in there so like i have to say like that's another character that really fascinated me because it if you think about it also they don't show such characters in your typical uh, hollywood movies also right you always have like one parent who's the hero here i feel the both parents uh, richard williams as well as his wife brandy are the heroes just because both of them kind of did what they did right her character is definitely underplayed most definitely yeah, underplayed yeah. there are so many instances where uh you know when he gets beaten up in the park and comes back and that's where they have their very personal conversations or when they move to florida and there are a couple of instances where you know they're having that conversation or when with the conversation about the agent start they're having that conversation right so she she comes in at at those milestone moments where the story needs to move forward right and that's where you remember or rather as a listener you feel that okay this is what actual equal parenting is all about right and and she says it also very clearly in the in in the film she says that you can't go about making decisions by yourself you have to remember that i am also very much a part of this journey and to the extent where she says that listen you actually messed up venus and her game it's or serena and her game and here i am who's actually fixed it right whether yeah. it's the lob <laughs> for the serve or whether the open stance which she's so adamant about right and every coach goes on saying do what are you doing like back off right So for him it is so clear what he wants to do that he wants to make them independent he wants to do something for the black community he wants to do something for his girls um very clear and i like that but the way he goes about doing it which is so like one track right that okay we need to get out of this she, my daughter's can't be on the street my daughter's can't be on the street so his entire journey begins with a negative saying that oh if I, if i'm not there they're going to end up on the streets right like it's almost as if he has no trust on the girls themselves and i think even the girls are being shown in a way that okay whatever my father says i'm going to do it because i'm sure he's doing it for the best for the family so somewhere i'm on the fence i mean yeah great good job at making serena and venus williams you'll probably won't forget them for the next 200 300 years as as players uh, you know as long as tennis uh, exists but it's just the way he sort of went about it that that's something that didn't really sit with me too well being a father of a daughter in today's day and age yeah but i mean let's be honest right you can't uh, judge past behavior by today's standards right and i think like 
that's something i definitely want to like talk about and just like the whole culture of sport and especially in today's day and age like what's happening with parenting and what we're seeing on social media right like can you imagine the youtube or instagram or tiktoks or whatever if it was around in the 90s what would have happened i mean like that when i think about just like blows my mind cuz that would have spread far more right like just to take a simple example is just like the uh television interviews that richard williams would do right like people would brand him and talk and stuff like that but there was no that that was the only media you had right television nothing else but uh since you talked about equal right i think i want to start off with like some of the things that kind of struck me about just like their parenting style uh both i mean richard williams and his wife brandy and one of the things is like they were very clear that both of them have to succeed not just one and i think that was very like evident in the movie right like especially the part where you've got paul who's like pete sampras again a legend in uh us tennis john mcenroe when he decides that he's going to take venus williams uh, under his uh, arm and kind of trainer and stuff the mother like says you know what i'm going to train you serena and like at that point you can see serena's also like oh my god you know i've been chosen over and that's very clear like they didn't like prefer or give preference to one child over the other like the effort and everything is there and i think that's a quite quite an admirable thing uh, honestly no no i i love the mother's character because uh, again by sheer historical understanding of of parenting it's always the mother who makes the ultimate sacrifice or you know she's always there to sort of balance the equation uh and over here also again this is purely my opinion when um, when the coach chose venus over serena for obvious reasons right she was physically more competent she was older she was taller a lot of lot of attributes kind of worked in her favor and he just listen i can't and let's again to contextualize it, the reason why you know she was chosen is because he was doing the entire thing for free which is unheard of right uh keeping the whole american capitalist system in place he's doing it for free why should he do it for two people instead of you know when he knows that he can do it for one and and enjoy later uh, whatever it is right and this is where the mom comes in and says that and and you know before i come to the mom it's richard williams who's just like hey sure 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 ha huh, venus venus is okay okay let's do one for the time being no problem and serena's completely pushed in the background but it's a mother who has to come and kind of say listen i'm going to be there for you i'll do it for you don't worry you know richard just comes and says yeah i'm i'm shooting everything so you'll get to see all of that don't worry you know let let's give venus a chance because you'll you'll obviously become a superstar later which happens in the course of the film in in general so i love the mother's role because she's like listen every all my kids should get you know equal uh, attention or uh you know the equal opportunities and they do it and i i, I love it and, and i think that's even considering that the fact that it's happening in the late 80s early 90s and then 2000 we saw the entire explosion in in tennis with serena, you know serena and venus i love that angle it was it was just so wonderful and she keeps using that as a counter right that hey you know you were not around when you were i mean richard you were not around when you were taking care of venus or whatever it is and that's another problem about richard's character right he is so nosy about everything like he's coaching the coach which is like yeah, let him yeah. do his job first he's doing it for free you're not even paying him i get it if you're paying him and you're telling him okay this is not how i want to coach them you're not even paying the the, the coaches right let's just let them do it so 
he's incorrigible he's bullheaded he's extremely egoistical he wants to put himself out there for everything he wants to take all the credit and you kind of see it happen so uh, i mean yeah and that's where the mother comes in and balances it out so i like that i really like that what but you know on the contrast what i liked about uh, richard's character and just like the very fact of the story part of the story right where you see them starting to play this juniors tournament right and you can see completely uh, a contrast in the attitude of the parents like on one end you see richard and brandy telling their kids that like, you know have fun just do the best and on the other side you see like these other parents who are like berating their kids literally like completely unsportsman like behavior where the kids are just walking off after losing and stuff like that and you know initially it kind of sets the tone for it and then later you realize where you know they actually move across the country to florida and then he says you know what like i'm not letting my girls play these matches it's like such a toxic environment i don't want this pressure on them and that's what i was talking i was saying about earlier to you right like while you're saying that he did all of this that was such a conscious decision like for 3 years they didn't play any matches and think about it like here's them in the ages like i think because venus was 14 when she turned pro so it's like you know 12 13 14 at that age he's kind of protected them and shielded them right from having there and then you had a precedent over there like the same coach was also gabriela zabastini's uh, coach and at 18 she was already burnt out so he was already like very clear that he didn't want his girls to go down that path and uh, th- that was very smart like when i think about it right and when you just put it into the context of so much that we see all across right like just look at the child actors in hollywood and bollywood in the 90s look where they are now look at the pop stars uh look at some of the social media influencers right now right like you can actually see a very clear pattern uh in that right so that's where i feel and like especially when the coach is talking about you know let's make money this is where the money is and he decides no like he like while he's bullheaded he's like ensured that he's protected his kids and done that and i was like wait they show him as an opportunist but what he's done over here is completely contrast to that so it's it's just a completely different aspect of it no so there, there are definitely redeeming factors about uh, richard's character no doubt but it had to be pointed out by the wife let's let's not take that away from 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 brandy's character right like it had to be pointed out and also um another thing that uh, you know this during the the course of this particular conversation was the fact that the reason why he was so protective about his his kids and did not want them to enter tournaments and what not is because uh and this is through the course of the film is he points out that they need to be educated first right and i love that it is so cool that a parent uh in spite of being pushy or you know being who he is whatever you said right opportunistic and all of that he still ensured that education will always be priority even though we don't really see much of what's really happening from a schooling standpoint but that's fine at least they keep bringing it up they keep repeating that that education is important for the kids it's not the tournament it's not the tournament it's not the play it'll happen they'll turn pro they'll become great because i know they are champions already right i already know venus is going to be number one i already know she's going to be the greatest player in the world like he had that 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 fantastical 
understanding about his kids but he never strayed away from reality which was no they need to be educated they have to get their schooling done they have to do this they have to i like that and i like the fact that in the film it was very well underlined and that's when like the coach becomes like the villain saying no 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 you're getting so much money do this pursue this pursue that and he stuck to his ground is like no and that's also where uh you know there was a there was a showdown between uh, richard and his wife brandy where uh there was this very very interesting line that that she says that um you need to uh let venus decide you know you've got yeah. to trust her and i think that was a pivotal moment in the film right where they where they pass on all the decision making to the the child because now she's entering you know her adulthood or whatever it is and and i thought there was a beautiful piece of filmmaking right there yeah like i think it it gets uh, very clear just how their whole approach towards their kids uh, change in that scene where they uh, are kind of getting approached by nike right for their endorsement where it's not the father it's not the mother who takes the call but they actually give it to venus believes and i was like yeah like see again that i'm sure there's a lot of creative liberty taken in the movie and all of that but just the fact that it comes a full circle right where they're doubting whether she can go pro but when it comes to this they've realized that okay you know we need to let go and just the whole way uh, they kind of approach it i i mean see the thing is of course like when you think about it a lot of the movie is focused just on like venus williams you definitely want to know more about just the ascent of uh, serena williams also right because she also plays in the background well, one thing i really like and i was actually watching an interview uh, that serena williams did um, with uh, one of the late night talk show hosts and talking about it and it's shown in the movie also is while they don't show her kind of like winning and taking like of course they show her once uh, taking part in a tournament without her parents knowledge but the fact that like while she feels that she's in the background right like richard williams her father says this was all part of the plan you needed someone to go ahead and kind of set the way and uh, serena williams actually said it in the uh talk show where she said that basically serena uh venus opened the doors and i just followed through so it made her life so much easier and of course it's very easy in like you know hindsight to say yeah yeah it was all part of the plan and stuff like that it could all have gone wrong right but but just the fact that you know you've kind of thought through that someone has to do it right because again we're talking about like the 90s america like one thing i was telling you about is you can see there's like a racial undertone to it right there's the fact that this is a family uh who grew up in compton they had everything going against them whether it was financial uh, whether it's the kind of society that they lived in they had everything kind of going against them but i think that is the factor that everyone really enjoys right because we all want to see uh the underdog uh, win we want to see that success story and i think that was the great thing just to know that the kind of thing that the parents put in for it you know that is why i love sports films whether irrespective of what country they come from right i mean most most of the sports films we've been exposed to are um american right even if you don't know the sport like american football or baseball or whatever it is at least tennis we understand because we consume tennis we have our own stars over here right so we we connect with that but 
um just purely american films like your american football or baseball which like maximum you'll hear about like a world series happening in japan or basketball for that matter right even yeah, you don't indeed, have that kind yeah. of culture um but it's so enticing to watch it right because there's there's a structure they they clearly know exactly how they want to structure it and that's what you follow you follow the journey you follow the sport uh you follow the the, the story it doesn't really matter if you know the sport or not that's not the point and i i think these guys sort of did it they 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 stuck to a certain formula you knew what the outcome was but it's the way they sort of went about doing that and even indian films have that in them whether you take football or hockey or cricket or whatever it is right there there, there is there is that sense of hope that okay look at the struggle that these these kids are going through and these parents are kind of sacrificing xyz whatever it is but you know you know the outcome is going to be good and they'll eventually be successful and it takes me back to this documentary that i watched called uh, beyond beyond the boundaries um it's about three potential uh, you know sport sporting stars of which one has already become a star and uh, that's um, prithvi shaw right he's currently playing uh, ipl he's he's considered to be a prodigy and he's going to be one of the greatest uh, if if he's you know continues with his form and it's amazing that when this film was shot he was only 12 years old and they sort of talk about his entire journey where he lost his mom and then his dad gave up everything just so that he could coach and become somebody and it just immediately i don't know like i was watching king richard and just took me back to that documentary and i was like oh my god yes uh, of course i mean the, the two dad characters are very very different Prithvi Shaw's dad in Beyond All Boundaries is is not a reflection of um, Richard Williams in in the film King King Richard because he doesn't. It's a documentary by the end of it, so there are no fictional aspects. You see him as he is in his in his very small you know house or the, when he goes training. But one thing that stands out is he he's constantly trying his level best to improve his kid because he knows that the route to comfortable life is through his son right so yeah. he's and i think willing that's a very that indian sacrifice. thing and that's a very indian thing right i mean i'm sure there's like a bunch of more uh, in all characters that you can talk about i mean when you're talking about that i uh, watched uh, praveen tambe kon and it talks about of course that's like a very great story if you haven't watched that or even if our listeners haven't uh, watched that check that out just about like you know single focus uh and the dedication and all of that uh again that's a great cricket one but one thing i wanted to add right and normally at this time of the episode we normally talk about how relatable how real the characters are um this is the biopic so i think before watching this film everyone already knew you know the story of serena williams at least you watched one match of serena williams or venus williams right what i did a little digging and i realized that Richard Williams is not like the only person like in the tennis world right there are a lot of tennis dads similar and i remember reading some stories and while i was reading i was like wait there's something about these tennis dads uh and it's dads are huh? mind you there's no moms uh involved in there so while Which like the fascinating uh, part right that this yeah. weird connection with the sport and daughters So yeah, it's not yeah. just sons it's like father daughter yeah yeah like so like prithvi shaw's uh, father you had uh, walter bartholi who ditched his career as a daughter to coach his daughter marion uh, bartholi 
and i think that was like you know something that i think is again worthy of a biopic or something like that uh but on the other end of the spectrum you also had uh you know famous uh, tennis stars like yelena dokic talk about her father and how he abused her and stuff like that and that was like really scary for me when i was reading that right i was just like wow this is like the dark end of things that you don't really know about right uh, and of course until she went public no one really knew what she was going through but the scariest one i think again on the end of the spectrum for me was uh, mary pierce again this is a tennis star that i remember watching again in the 90s 2000s and stuff she took a restraining order against her father and hired a bodyguard cuz she got so fearful of him and i was just like this is like some serious stuff right so i don't know if if somebody knows what the correlation between uh tennis players who are female and their fathers and what's happening in there i'm sure there's something far more beyond what we can see or know right because we've we've known about at least some of the players i think uh where you see the fathers actually be banned from you know the whole thing i think it was uh, elena dokic's father he was actually banned from her matches because he used to get like so aggressive and be screaming at the umpires and opponents and stuff like that so i don't and know what it is about part, tennis right it, that, that's the sad part because they don't look at their kids as as potential stars like individualistic stars right they look at them as opportunity because that's that's why they also become their managers right yeah. and that's where things get really messed up like i i was uh, i've i've been following mary pierce's story for a while now and uh, you know there's so much content out there but this one really hits you right so i was reading this one article and it's a, and this is this is what the father is telling in an interview right that for 7 years 8 hours a day i hit 700 serves at mary we used to work until you know midnight i wouldn't let mary leave until she got it right sure she cried i cried too so what and this is in the wow. early 90s right and that like back then it's like oh my god look at the perseverance of this dad and you know the kid also today can you imagine if somebody gives that kind of interview and they would get away with it i don't think so yeah i mean it's hard right i mean like while we are talking about this uh, in 2020 uh, there are so many youtubers who kind of use their kids as content and uh, people on instagram and stuff like that right uh i don't want to get into the judgmental space but uh i just want to put it out that that's totally not what i would do and uh, there's a reason why there are very few pictures of my son on the internet period right so it 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 just kind of makes you think and wonder right because you've known like when you're watching this right and uh, again coming back to the Serena Williams uh, interview that i watched she talked actually about the similarity between their lives venus and hers and beyonce's and if you think about it that's also a very similar story right beyonce and her sister solange their father being so driven destiny's child uh, and all of that and then you realize that in every probably industry or every kind of in in any of like these public facing uh, industries right you'll always find somebody like this i'm sure in the business world there's so many family businesses that will be like oh yeah ye to hamara beta we did that with our son itself also right <laughs> made him work so many hours and all of that uh yeah you're absolutely right 
I I mean from a business standpoint, I totally get it because you're sitting on a on a ready-made empire, right? There's so many films. Uh, if you if you kind of go back in terms of you know excelling at academics, but and and here we are, you know, as as dads, we are trying to say you you've played uh, professional basketball. I have been part of uh, you know sports in in school and and college, so I get it, right? But and you would assume that yeah, yeah excel in sport and you can do so, well. and then you realize that the the methodology is the same. It doesn't matter whether it's academics or it's sports. The methodology is the same. You just keep push, 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 and you know, sort of, you know, break that that person, that child, or whatever it is that you're trying to do. It's the same thing, and th- I I think that's where today, as modern parents, we need to take a step back and say, hey, are we? Is this is this right? Like, is this the way to kind of? Uh, ensure that your child excels uh, and and this is where the whole mental health thing comes in right that they all say that when 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 adults talk about their mental health issues it somehow is rooted back to the kind of childhood they had and uh, i i don't know i i'm i'm not really uh, i i don't have much experience in this but yeah a lot of stories that i've heard it's like yeah they they just they just take them back to their childhood and what kind of childhood they've had and yeah somewhere something must be stemming from there yeah, and it's it's I, I totally agree with you on that, right? And when you think about it, I mean I always say that basically a lot of these parents are living vicariously to their kids' lives. So uh, that is one of Absolutely. those factors, perfect right? line. You've used the perfect line. Parents living vicariously through their kids. What a wonderful line. Yeah. So it it, it becomes like that. I mean, uh we were discussing prior to this, right? Just like a lot of these Bollywood uh, celebs that you much later come to know about the child stars and the kind of stuff that they went through. I mean, when I was a kid, I was like, wow, this guy is on TV. He's so popular. He's all of that. But we had no idea about the backstory or what was happening at the back end of things, right? And I I have been in the entertainment business for over a decade and I have heard stories, right? I have heard stories of the, uh, you know, mostly female actors, right? Of the 70s, of the 80s, of the 90s, early 2000s, and how they were pushed by their parents into uh, making them, you know, money machines, and it's just sad. You, it's all. It's not that I'm. I'm saying something that nobody's heard of. Just go on Google and just type out some of the most famous uh, actresses' names of the 80s and the 90s, and you'll you'll see the stories. I mean, for it's you. You need to decide whether it's right or wrong but i'm just say, saying that it's there it, it still happens to a certain extent and uh it's sad i i've 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 heard these po- stories personally i've seen some of these stories personally when i was in the business and uh, you just think and wonder that wow is this is this right right is this morally correct to sort of do this and yeah it, it, i mean i know my answer I, I don't know how other people think so yeah i'll leave it up to them yeah and you know, I, I want to end on this, and I think there were like one thing I am appreciating more through this entire series that we do is uh, parenting in films is some of the dialogues, right? Uh, and for me, uh, what just kind of encapsulates exactly what I said, right, about the parents living vicariously to their kids' life is when uh, Will Smith, uh, who's playing Richard Williams, says, "This world." had no respect for Richard Williams, but they are going to respect you. And that's such a loaded statement because he, of course, prefaced it with 
what struggles that he had, everything that he went through and is doing is so that people respect his kids. Uh, and I think yeah, that's one of the lines that definitely uh, struck me. Which any of the lines from the movie struck with you? No, there was this one line where he is uh, encouraging Serena, where she feels left out that she's not part of a tournament, and uh, Richard William goes to her and says, "Venus is going to be world number one, but you're going to be the greatest of all time." And that just gave yeah. me goosebumps. I was like, "Oh my god, that is what a parent needs to do. That is the kind of encouragement you need to you need to give. Whether it happens, it doesn't happen. It it doesn't matter, right?" It's just like as a child, you are so pumped. I said, this is what my dad thinks of me. And yes, you know, I'm going to do it, right? Because you know that, that it's not expectations or anything. It's just that he believes in me. And I love that line. It just comes at the right time. And I was like, wow, what a loaded line, right? Simple words, but the emotion is so strong in it. Yeah, and it's strange just when you watch that movie. Of course, like, because we know what happens, right? Uh, no spoiler alert for anyone, but uh, eventually when you think about it, the way things played out is that Serena Williams ended up winning the US Open far before Venus Williams uh, keeps winning. Because that was their dream, right? Yeah. One of them wanted to win the US Open, the other Correct. Wimbledon. And uh, yeah, Serena Williams, the younger daughter, kind of ends up winning the US Open like a couple of years before her elder sister Venus. So... In a way, well, well, you can say it's, you know, he called it or whatever, but let's leave that up to creative liberty. I love the way the film did not spend too much time or, you know, showcase sibling rivalry. And I was just waiting throughout the film. I was just waiting. I said, oh, when is it going to happen? What's going to happen? Who's going to break first? Is it going to be Venus? Is it going to be Serena? It never happened. There was just this one very strong, cohesive unit. And I was like, wow, that's just very well handled because... You see it. You see it in, in the media as well. You, you've never, you'll never hear anything like a Serena versus William, except for games, right? But in their own personal life, you'll never hear that. And I think that was so well. And that, that also is, I think, a very strong aspect of how parents raise their children. Yeah, that was us after a while doing parenting in films. And we spoke about uh, King Richard. Uh have you watched the film? Do the Oscars matter to you so much that you ended up checking it out? Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, you, as always, you can drop us an email at popsinapod at gmail.com or just check out our website popsinapod.com. And if you're active on social, just search for Pops in a Pod and we'll show up on Facebook, Instagram, or you can follow uh, personal handles for uh, of Peter on LinkedIn or Twitter or myself and we constantly put up some interesting content um, on on pops and a pod and if you know of anyone who would like to come on the show and be a guest and talk about anything parenting or relationship they're free to contact us at any given point in time and yeah as Peter said you can reach out via email social media anything we'll be there we'll check it out and if your story is great yep you'll show up on pops and a pod all right so until next time uh with a very special episode that's all i'm going to say to you one that's been in the making for approximately three years yep that's all i'm going to leave you with see you then (laughs) see you guys